G'day, and welcome to the Wing It Podcast. Illinois, they take out March Madness. They win it for sure. Max King, 50 goals this season. Yeah, Eduardo, he's my better of the day. He'll take out the Galaxy. James Harden, MVP at $10. You heard him first. All right, g'day, and welcome back to the Wing It Podcast, episode 6.1. We've got a fair bit to talk about today, Dogger, especially our AFL episode. Fair now, obviously, welcome back. We're no more remote... Uh, podcasts. No, no. Going? Yeah, back, back to sunny old Adelaide. Thank God. Beautiful, Beautiful. day today. Beautiful. So, uh, no, it's good to be back. Obviously, Victoria is a bit miserable, so mm. didn't want to be there anymore. Oh, it tends to be the way. Although, it is the uh, God God's place of the demons, so 2 and 0. Doing pretty well. It was pretty good to be over there. Yeah, mate. Anyway. Soaking it in. Anyway, um, talking about AFL, we'll obviously review the round that was. Uh, some big games, some boring games, um, and some close ones. So a bit of a mixed bag this week in the AFL. We'll do a bit of a preview for next week, obviously, as we do with our tips. And then we'll wrap it up with our hot wings. And somewhere in there, I think we're going to do a little bit of a chat about the Brownlow. I've yep. got a really huge ruffy I'm liking. And, I mean, we have to discuss the uh, running away favourite at this point. Definitely. So bit of a lock. Yeah, without any further ado, Dogger, we'll kick it off with a review. Yeah, so I kicked it off uh, like how the round was kicked off on Thursday night with uh, Carlton versus Collingwood. So obviously a fair bit of history between these two clubs. Don't know if you saw, Cam, there was a uh, there was a stat that came out that it was 171 wins to 171 wins for each team and four draws. That is nuts, isn't it? It's crazy. So out of nearly 350 games, they're dead even, couldn't be split. But one team did split it, and Collingwood got up, which I didn't expect. Uh, I did tip Carlton. I know you tipped Carlton because you, you thought they'd go top four, but now 0-2, yep. yep. it's not looking very likely, is it? No, and it um, doesn't back up my point at all when Fox Footy goes and posts, or whoever it was, goes and posts on Facebook that uh, team, only eight teams have ever made the finals from being 0-2. You're kidding. Out of 160-odd or something or other. Wow. So it's not great for finals, let alone top four aspirations. Um, not writing them off just yet. They've got players to come back. So Mitch McGovern, obviously, friend of the podcast. Friend He's the podcast. due to come, ba- come back. Nick Newman's due to come back. They didn't have Williams for round one. So there's still... And there's plenty more. I can't list them all. Um, but they've got some players coming back. However, um, I know Kane Corns brought this up on the Sunday footy show, or footy, class- footy classified, sorry. Um, I think it's time for Carl to cull some of those old boys. And... Yep. Murphy and Kerno spring to mind for me. So you're not liking this new Murphy role where he's no. sort of tagging in the forward line I type thing. I can't stand it. It's taken away from Sam Petrisky Seaton's role, which yeah. he should be playing. Yeah. He can carve that up. And I think Kerno don't really care how good your box score looks after the after the game. You turn the ball over more than most. Um, you've got to give that role to Paddy Dow. Let him run through the midfield. Give these young kids a chance. Because let's be honest, Murphy and Kerno aren't going to be there for the next flag if yeah. Kerno had to win one. So, I agree. Uh, it's time to get the young kids in. But uh, yeah, apart from that, not a great start to Cullen's uh, top four aspirations that I had once hoped for. No, and I was spewing. I got on Degoe for my skulls. And he I tore had, up. Oh, he was, he was electric in his 100th game. Yeah. And then I had uh, both Pendles and then in another one, Adams for most touches. And Jack Crisp getting a run through the middle absolutely tore up my multi. I so. Crisp. Yeah, thanks, Jack Crisp. Cost me... At least four or five dollars, so wasn't happy about that. Uh, but moving on to the next game of the round. Yeah, we'll go to the Friday night. It was a bit thrill of a game in the end, in the end. Also, the Cats and Lions. Personally, Cats were in control all game, yeah. and they were the best team on the ground, hundred percent. 
I was uh, impressed. Brisbane, I didn't write the cats at the start. No, and you take away much. Danger as well, who's their best player from the last from the team last week. No Jeremy Cameron. That's a lot of fire. No Jeremy Cameron. No Mitch Duncan. Like you know, they are missing some. Dare I say, three of their top six players. You could say in Cameron Duncan and Danger. Yeah. So, uh, but they came, they went to Brisbane. They won. Oh, sorry, sorry. Is that skilled? And they, as they should, they should be winning at GMHBA. GMHBA. I got there in the end, but yes, yeah, skilled GMHBA, whatever you want to call it. Um, but they won the game, and I think yeah. It looked it was closer than it should, than it should have been. Geelong had that game in control. Um, controversial free kick, which anyone seems to ever talk about. Yeah, obviously, um, don't really give a shit. Geelong were up all game. So I think Brisbane should have won it. I don't so think there so. You go. At all. No, I definitely think they should have. Like that, at the end of that, it epitomizes the game with Blitzarves who really? I just dislike more than probably any AFL player. Uh, him. He didn't even make an attempt to get rid of the ball no, in didn't. a legal fashion. It's holding the ball. Zach Bailey, great tackle, should have snapped the goal to win it. Yeah. And yeah, it would have been would have been a great win for the Lions who really deserved it and haven't won there since two two thousand and three. So There you go. Well yet again it just shows the umpires have their whistle. They swallow their whistle when it comes to anything in the forward fifty in a scoring. Yep. If that tackle happened on a half back flank or a wing, it's holding the ball without any doubt. And if it was like midway through the game? Yeah, done. It would have been given. Just, they swallow the whistle in a crucial moment, especially when it sets up a goal. Which I don't mind every now and then. Yes, same. But it lets the game go. But you still got to pay it, unfortunately. And Brisbane can cry all they like saying that loss in the game. But along with the better team for three and a half quarters. Yeah. And Brisbane kicked themselves out of the game. Yeah. So they got no one to blame bar themselves. Eric Hipwood running on a goal. Yet again. I can't, that's why I can't trust him. I and, can't trust him or Dan her. And yet again, I had Eric Hipwood most goals. Shame. I had Zach, uh, Cam Guthrie, sorry. Most touches great. in a different different multi, so that was pretty upsetting. But hey, what can you do? What can you do, mate? The praying mantis. Yeah, the praying mantis, Eric Hipwood. Um Yeah, I can't trust that forward line. That's why I didn't like Brisbane that much this year. I, just, I, just, I can't trust either of those key forwards kick goals. And you know what? And I can't trust their smalls either at the moment. Yeah. What's Charlie Cameron doing with can't himself? Can't get into the game, can he? Nope. No. Or we'll Lincoln McCarthy or whoever their small forwards are around him. I just can't trust any of them to win me a game. Yeah, and even Lockie Neal at this point had three touches oh, to the half time. So, yeah, Hats he's off struggling. To Geelong, though. I think oh, it's like Connor. Yeah, oh. Mark O'Connor. Sheesh, that might be the target they've been after. And that yeah. lets Guthrie not even have to worry about a run with roll. He, he can just dominate in midfield like he does so well, as we've seen the last couple Makes of seasons. Makes me like Geelong even more than I did before. Oh, there you go. Yeah. And they've not even, yeah, as we said before, haven't even got a lot of their guns back. So. No. And it's the same Still. team that lost to Adelaide Crows. Yeah, exactly. So, right. Or not even the same team. It's a weaker team, even. Yeah, it's a weaker team, exactly. So, yeah, on to, on to the next game. Uh, speaking of the Crows, yeah, went out there again and tried to surprise everyone. but I'll call this a snap back to reality for the Crows. Big time. Um, Everything went perfectly right for them round one. And I'm not knocking anything from them. They played a fantastic game. But this was a snap back to reality. Boy, let's not... I don't want to bag the Crows too much here. But boy, how good is Sydney's kids look? Unbelievable. And not even just their kids. You know, they're veterans like Kennedy and Parker who you expect to stand up yep. and ramp. They do. But those kids... And we're not just talking one or two kids. We're talking like four or five. They might have the three best players from the draft pass. That's oh, how good they the are. The rookie might just be... The, the rising star might be them one, two, three. Well, they've got the first two weekly nominations, so... And, of course, my tip for the rising star was Braden Campbell. Yeah. And he's now been nominated in round two. So, Great it's a very tip. good start. Very and my, good start. my tip for it, Tom Green, dropped. Yep. <laughs> Not looking good. No. But um, I've, I've heard a bit about this game. Everyone's saying that Crows, is, Crows kicked themselves out of it because they had more scoring shots. And I want to put that to bed straight away. Crows were down by 51 points at three-quarter time. And at that stage, Sydney had six more scoring shots. Oh, wow. 
Then in the last quarter, Crows just started to pepper the goals from any way possible, and they ended up uh, having more scoring shots. That does not mean you lost the game because of your kicking. No. That means Sydney go, we're up 51 points at three-quarter time. Let's take the foot off the pedal. You brought the game back to, I think, 29 in the end or something around that mark, 31, something or other. You lost that game fair and square before that, before any of those scoring shots even counted. So Definitely. let's put that to bed. But the shining light from Crows and non... Uh, sorry, the opposite of missed scoring shots is Tex. He still... Oh, he, he, he backed huge. it up. It wasn't a fluke last week. 10 goals through two games. 11. Who, 11, is it? Yeah. There you go. Who would have thought it? Oh, not me. And I reckon he's had... Oh, he had six goals too, so eight shots, and then I think seven or eight in the first game as well. Oh, huge! He's been he's been unreal, absolutely massive. And somehow he's about sixth favorite still for the uh, Coleman. Yeah, at eleven dollars. Tom Hawkins is still favorite, so. which is baffling. And uh, Tex actually had four holding the ball tackles inside the uh, and they were forward great. fifty. That one on Hewitt, great, fantastic. That was awesome. That was Hewitt awesome. just knew he could do nothing about it after he oh, took him on. Great, great first step. But um, um, yeah, that's enough of the crows. Onto your boy. Oh. I just want to actually mention about Sydney. That's two weeks in a row now that they've had the top score through the league. They're, they're, 120 plus each week. That's huge. And they've been the Crows. They just beat Geelong. So form lines, we have to go off. And if we're going, if this Brisbane, is a horse, yeah. we're going off form. We're going, all right. That's uh, all, yeah. Form lines, Sydney are very bloody good right now. Oh, form lines, massive. they've been the Crows who beat Geelong. Yeah. And they've beaten Brizzy. So if you go on, if this is a horse, you're going, wow, this is some great form lines. This Not horse wrong. just being nature strip and very, and very elegant. That's what you, that's why you're looking at it. So oh, I think we need to give Sun some credit. Uh, sorry, Swan some credit. Are they the real deal? Maybe, but like and but obviously we'll, I, it's too early to call. But we'll see in the next month and talk about another team. We'll see if they're the real deal in the next month. Is onto the next game is Port Adelaide. Yeah. Um. Obviously. I was at the game, and uh, I think by about 39 seconds in was when our first goal was from Dixon. Uh, I think we already knew the game was done. And, yeah, poor Essendon. Injuries ruined them, but the, yeah. game, was already, the game was well over before any of them went down. Couldn't, um, couldn't have asked for a worse week, could they? No, they couldn't have asked Huge for a worse week. loss. They obviously. looked deflated. They looked slow. They, anyway, but enough about Essendon. Port looked really good, but yet again, dare I say, we've played two of the worst two worst teams in the league this year. Yeah. So And young Georgiatis. Yeah, he won't Sets lose his up spot. Four goals. He won't after... lose his spot now. You can't drop a guy kicking four goals. Uh, I think Todd Marshall's going to struggle to get back into the side. Um, Which says a lot about your depth. 100% it does. But yeah, we'll really see how good Port really is across the next month. Go on a West Coast away this weekend and then back for Richmond. I don't think there's a harder fortnight you can have in the AFL. There isn't. You've got to go to Perth and then play the Premiers. I don't think there's a harder fortnight. Um, and then it doesn't get any easier from there. We play a, pretty much from here to the bye. We've only got one game which I can confidently say we'll win and that's the showdown. The rest Carlton? Are, I, I, I still think Carlton's a good, ta- good team. So Fair enough. There's Carlton, Collingwood, Bulldogs, St. Kilda, I think Frio away. There's every game. There's no easy gimmies from now on. No, so we'll see where not. we are by bye time. But on to the next game. Speaking of uh, absolute guns. Flying apparently. Flying. The Ds are flying. You are. Unbelievable win you against Saints. I was not confident about this game at all. No, I didn't tip you. Oh, if I wasn't Demons fan, I wouldn't have tipped, that, tipped no. me. Honestly, what a performance. So I only got to see bits here and there. I was at a 21st. So, But, oh my gosh, they put on an absolute masterclass. Clayton Oliver. He had he, leather poisoning. Yeah, he might be out next week from leather poisoning. But could, poor guy. He could be. And Cozzy Pickett. This might might seem like a big, cold, but I, uh, big call, but I think he's the closest thing we've seen to Cyril Rioli. Yeah, and you're not the only one that said that recently. Yeah. 
I think the duck might have come out and said it, something like yeah, that. Yeah, someone said it. Uh, but far out, he was putting on absolute show. That he, one where he danced which, out of traffic oh, and then snapped on his left. So I think right. it was uh, Paul Hunter, shout out to Paul Hunter, uh, dropped it, yeah. comes in straight away, ducks a tackle, breaks out of another one, snaps it around three players trying to smother him on the left. It Unbelievable. Was fantastic. He's electric. If he does that every second game, I couldn't be happier. All right, moving on to the next one. Unless you've got anything else to say about your demons. Oh, I do, but you may as well may as well shut me up there because I'll go on for years yeah, and years. Yeah, we've only got a half hour podcast here, mate. But 2-0, oh, we're in good stead. Top yeah. four. And quickly, Tom McDonald looks like he's back to career best yeah, four. Yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, looks like he's back to career best four. So it'll be interesting to see when, uh, obviously, our big acquisition, Ben Brown, comes back. Yep. So that'll be good to see. Obviously, we haven't even seen him yet. So no. I'm really keen for that as well. So it just gives us that little bit more firepower up front. Yeah. Suns and North. Are we going to talk, talk about, about it? Because oh, I don't give a shit. Noah Anderson looked good. That's all i got to say. North, North are bad. For all you bloody idiots harp on about how Jaden Stevenson's like the best midfielder in the competition <laughs> uh, for fantasy and everything like that in the first week, Cam and I didn't get him in. This is the reason why. 51 fantasy points. And he's going to give you that again next week and the week after. They might have 90 and then give you 50. I did not flinch at that. His break even was worth getting it in, yep. but that's it. And if and, that, and you're just burning a trade because you know you're going to get him out. And there's still players who come back in that midfield. Yeah, exactly. Anderson that, came back and dominated. And you've still got Duke Jamont coming back yep. and um, Cunnington. Cunnington. So I'm not impressed by him at all. Like, great first I, round. I think he's an awesome forward and yep. can be really opportunistic with his goals. But in the midfield, I don't know if that's where he belongs. He's a bit no. afraid of contact. I agree. So it's never a good thing to be getting inside with that. But Noah Anderson... He looked good, and he's a he's a. I know you said it. You said it the other day. Yep. He's a, he's a shout. In he's a fantasy shout team. fantasy. Yeah, I nearly got him in prior to that game. Uh, decided against it. I'm not very happy about my decision. Um, but yeah, he's looking very very good without Rao. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see. I wanted to see him with Rao as well, but this is the first ever career thirty touches he's got. So. Wow. How interesting is that? They are, they, well, they are, I'm not surprised. Yeah, well, last year, obviously, shortened quarters. So yeah, I'm not surprised. A bit different, but yeah, I was impressed by that. But sign of things to come, he's going to be a gun yeah, in, I think in so. years to come. No, so. he's, a, he's a smooth player. He really plays like a Josh Kelly, I think. He's really got that type of feel to him. So He's better than Josh Kelly already. Fooky dokey. I hate Josh Kelly. I know you do. So yeah, the, the Hawks and the Tigers next. Oh, I'll call this as a lock last podcast yep um, they're paying a dollar twenty the Tigers no idea why they were always going to win it yeah I have to agree quite easily they, first quarter looked like it was going to be a blowout and to Hawks credit they looked so poor but they actually held them kind of down a little bit yeah it wasn't I, very high scoring no game. I watched the entire game and god I thought at quarter time this is going to be a 60 point blowout it looked heading that way Hawks credit uh, I would say probably that was their Clarkson's credit they found some way to uh, stem the flow but yeah um but one I'm never man, lose. one man absolutely just tore up, didn't he? It didn't matter where he went, nah. who they put, who put on him. No, nah, not at all. He was a machine. So Dustin Martin, obviously, unbelievable. So just, yes. I think you'd be stupid to say he's not the leader for the Brown though. Yeah. The only person who wouldn't have given him three votes is Joel Taylor. Yeah. Has no idea about what a vote means. No. Uh, but no, Dustin Martin absolutely dominated. Uh, okay. And the young fella from uh, from the Hawks, Jace. Is it Jake? Oh, it? yes. He's an absolute weapon. He had 20, dare I say 25, 25 touches. touches. Yeah. And he took a hanger of a mark. Huge mark. He's just but Dusty got him back. He did, yeah, he did. But, um, but, but you yeah. don't expect that from a young from a youngster against uh, the best player in the AFL. Yeah, exactly But he right. looks everywhere. Yeah. He's, he's exciting. 
yeah, round one, he was exciting as really as well. It was just that burst of energy that Hawthorne seemed to need. Like a lot of sort of older players, a bit slower players in there. Yeah. So again, that burst of energy is absolutely huge. And I think that's sort of what they want to Chad, Chad Wingard to bring. Yeah, and, and he hasn't. He's yeah. not really brought that. So no. it's good that a young fella stepping up like that. And hopefully Will Day's all good. Um, yeah. Went down in the third or so quarter. But uh, hopefully he's all right. Yeah, Let's hopefully Will Day's all good. So yeah. pr- prayers up to Will Day. Yeah, moving on. Uh, <laughs> moving on from that one. So the, the Doggies uh, versus the, the West Coast Eagles. Uh, so both of us didn't really rate the Eagles this year. Uh, and I, I had them in finals. You didn't yeah, have them in finals. Not even in I finals. I had them in finals. So don't the, discount me there. This is sort of the reason why. Like, I just don't see that they have the toughness and the grit to hold out games. And the Doggies really showed that they do. Yeah, but maybe the Doggies are that good. And the West Coast Eagles are that close away from home. Yeah. That we're no. discrediting the Eagles here. Yeah, I don't care if they're away from home. We're discrediting like, the Eagles, I think. No, everyone needs to move move around the country and 100%. win games. Oh, they want a flag. So they need to, exactly. They, they need to stop crying about this. No, no, I, they, I think, don't think they are. I think they're too slow, too old, not good enough. I just don't rate them this year. And I think that Gold Coast should have won the first game, round one. So they're lucky to be 1-1, one and one, to be honest. I think it needs to be 2-0. and oh. So no. I, they played very, very well against a dogs team that we both think are going to be very, very good and be there yeah. at the point end of the season. So and again, I, showed there's there's enough ball to go around. So again. I take my hat off to Eagles Ridiculous. and say they were the most impressive team on that day in terms of surprising me. Doggies like the chocolates, obviously, but I thought Eagles. All right, you maybe you can take it to the best teams away from home. So doesn't matter if they're taking to the best teams. And I think Eagles are much better than I expected them to be, and I had them in my top eight. Interesting. No, I, I'm not impressed by them. They're, they give me exactly what I thought. They're going to be close in games. They're going to show a little bit of class at home, but they're not going to do the job. They're not going to put the chocolates in the fridge. So, But it's very hard to take down someone like Bonton Pelly when he plays like he played on the weekend. That's three Brownlee votes if I've ever seen it. Maybe oh, four if you could get four. If you could get four, he'd be getting all four easily. He was the difference. Oh, he was absolutely unbelievable. If they could give votes for Bond in the forward line and Bond in the midfield... I think he'd end up getting like five or six votes. No, I think so. It's ridiculous. It's unbelievable. But his ability, like his ability in the midfield to get the clearances, absolutely dominated clearances more than anyone on the ground. Got about thirty odd touches. But going forward was the thing that surprised me and impressed me the most. Yeah. So obviously Bont's been like sort of hounded for his lack set of goal kicking ability. Yeah. yeah, with set shots. But geez, did he show it? He showed how cool and oh, calm he could be. that last goal? That last goal was unbelievable. So he could have popped over to Tim English. Yep. But no, he went back, took the set shot, left footer on the left side, and hard kick, won the game for him. So I love that from him. Un- unbelievable performance from him and easy three votes. Yeah. And if he keeps this up all game, uh, all year, sorry, it's really a sign of things to come. And yeah. Doggy should be very, very excited. And they're not talking about him in the Brownlow conversation enough, I don't think. Uh. Or I had this talk, conversation with someone we'll on the weekend. We'll talk about this more in a moment. We'll yeah. talk about this more in a moment because oh. there's a lot to talk about in the Brownlow. I nearly jumped into it. I nearly jumped yeah, into we'll talk about more than the moment. Uh, last game of the round, Frio Giants. I've got nothing to add. Frio looked like they won at home. Good on them. Yep. Giants looked shit. We were both keen on the Giants in this. Yeah, I thought I the Giants them. would have to respond. And I don't think they're that bad of a team, but maybe they are. Maybe they are. They just showed no grit. No. And Who's kicking goals? Out class. No one could kick goals. Toby no. Green, I tipped him to kick uh, three goals, kick two goals, three. Really yeah. upsetting. Um, and yeah, I, like you said at half time, the Giants are down 25 30, and they were lucky to be only down that, by yeah. the way. But we said, this, let's see what they're made of and see if they can come back from this. And the and game they was showed no, half-time. no, they showed nothing. They just, yeah, they couldn't do anything. And Fro were without Nat Fife for a bit of that game as yep. well. 
Yeah, I don't know. GWS are they're, they're in no man's land now. It's strange to look at their list and we talk about how much talent it has and how much ability they have, but do they really have that talent and ability? Because none of those players have really ever shown it. Or are we getting blurred between talent and potential? I think we definitely are. So yeah. I think we're looking at the potential they could have had coming out of the draft yeah. and just labelling with that talent all through their career. And They're not really showing that they, all, they all do all have the, that ability. All those, every, yeah. Nearly every player on that list Cole has. Toronto. People are going to think, Hopper. oh, Whitfield's a top five player in the AFL. Yeah. Oh, Whitfield's so good. Is he? I know he hasn't played this year, but like, is he? Yeah. Josh Kelly. Josh Kelly. Oh, he's the Rolls Royce, as I keep hearing it. No. Is he? Oh, I just don't rate Josh, Josh Kelly at is all. Any time he... I see him, never put him in multis because I don't trust him. What's he rolling? He's not doing. He's just not doing much of anything. No. He's, he's... sure we might have 26 touches, but mm. he's not doing anything. He's not rolling or roycing, is he? No, not neither. No, I'm not impressed by him. No, he's but... been more suzuki anyway. That's a bad joke. Yeah, um, that's terrible. But uh, no, no. That, that's the wrap-up for the round, so... Yeah, it was an interesting one. Brayshaw showed out. Monday yeah. showed out in that last game as well. Uh, and some yeah, some of those big standouts for the week were Dusty and Bond, obviously. So the wing-up player of the week should definitely go to this player. Played through the midfield, 30-odd touches, had a goal, was unbelievable, and that's Zach Butters. I'm really happy you said that because I didn't want to say it because everyone's going to slam me for poor bias. Oh, there you go. But he was he was awesome. He was electric in that game. Like, he he awesome. really showed the potential that he can go through the middle and absolutely tear up. Yeah. And I think after that game, there's no one saying out of the three they drafted that year, yeah. Dersma, Rosie and Butters, that he isn't the best. No. He's easily the best of the three. He's sent that to a shot, I think. Definitely. My wing at player of the week then, Noah Anderson. He no, stood yeah, up. Yeah, I like that one as well. He stood up for him. a Gold Coast side that yep. needed that win, and Big he time. carved up the game. He did, and he was best on ground no matter what in that he, game. Regardless, he just dominated that midfield. Yeah, he did. So there's our wing at player of the weeks: Noah Anderson and Zach Butters. There you go. Yeah, no, congratulations to them. So yep. it'll be a post on the Instagram, yep. and hopefully they'll reply to it like Jack Bowes did. Yes, thank you, Jack Bowes. Shout out to Jack Bowes, fan of the show, massive fan of the show, yep. allegedly. Allegedly, so, no, massive shout out to him. But the- on to. We'll do the brown line. We'll say while we're talking about oh, awards, yeah. we'll do we'll do a little quick brown line like talk, it, I like it. and then we'll we'll wrap it up with our hot wings, and then obviously the preview for next week. I want to talk about the brown line right now. Dustin Martin's a favourite right now, and so he should be. Yeah. And I think the only thing that can beat Dustin Martin right now is Dustin Martin, whether he gets himself suspended or injured. I think he's got he's got this thing down pat. I know we're two rounds in, but he's got six votes. Yeah. And we know how well he polls regardless throughout his career. So, I think Dustin Martin's the only one that can beat himself. Yep. You take out Dangerfield, he's suspended. You can take out Lockie Neal already. He's had zero votes and it's going to be hard from here. And that's what that brought me to this. You look at, I got the uh, 10 favourite to coin a sports bet right now. Oh, I like it. Who have we got? So, we got Bont and Pelly. And, and we have to say, great on the weekend, three votes. Yep. But, are we worried with how stacked that midfield is and the chance of forward line? So, it's a query. I don't think it's going to bother him. No. But it's still a query just because there's so many midfielders there. I don't think there's a chance. Too many I don't think so. in the kitchen. I, it could be. So, But that's a doubt. Because I even heard some people say that Dunkley could have got three votes on that game. That was only Joel Taylor. Yes, but, yeah. But terrible but shout. It's still... It, but McRae can have 45 touches and then Dunkley can have 32 and Bont can have 30 and 2. And umpires might share it around too much. Yeah. So that's a, that's a, it's a query with Bont. I and think to it's be a honest, query. through the first two games, McRae and Bont might just be tied. Yeah, exactly. I think McRae gets two votes in each game. So Exactly. And then that moves on to his third favourite, which is obviously all behind Dusty. Third favourite, Boak. 
both been in positions numerous in, in this position numerous times where he's shown stuff early and he hasn't had he's never taken the cho- he's never, never put the chockies in the fridge. Never. He's been close, but he hasn't got it. He put he put the dinner on the table. Yeah, but never but no the chockies. And not to not to mention he's aging. So yeah, exactly danger suspended. Fife forward too much and injured right now, missing a week because of concussion. Potentially uh, could miss 30, uh, 30 days. Really? From a, what a neurologist has come out and said from the club. Well, there you go. Line three five. There you go. Neil, terrible start. Can he recover? Can Don't I, think so. No, nah, no, no way. Cripps, not winning, not impacting. Can't impact. Simple right as now. that. Petrarca, we don't know if he's consistent enough yet. Can easily win. But it. he can't because his first, first two games, he's he's the top three right now in the Brownlow. Yeah. Personally, but we don't know his consistency yet. Yeah. Uh, still doesn't have the X factor for me. He could have got three votes in that Demons game too. I'm could have. Three goals. Three was goals. really good. Tackles but, well. But so doesn't have the X factor, the game-winning ability yet for yet. me. And not Brad yet. Crouch comes into that side as well. Yep. Then you've got Tom Mitchell. Needs to average about 45 to have an impact, which he did in his Brownlow year pretty much. And then Clayton Oliver handles too much. So there's, Clayton Oliver could easily win it as there's, well. He handles too much. Doesn't well, think the game it, enough. Like if there's going to be another tied Brownlow, it would be between Petrarca and Clayton Oliver. Sure. It would um, be this year. So and I think Oliver handles too much. So I think this is going to be one of the most wide open um, Brownlow races in a long time. Yep. And I think unless it's either going to be Dusty has 39 and the next best is on 18 and yep. then it's tied as, or it's going to be a real tight one. Now this one, I'm not calling him to win the Brownlow at all because I know I'll get slammed for bias. So I'm not calling him to win the Brownlow, but I'm I think saying this might have been one that I flagged to you earlier in the season. Sure, probably not. Um, he's just well and truly overs in his odds, and that is Ollie Wines. Ollie Wines is paying eighty one dollars to win the Brownlow right now. Massive. Someone at Sportsbet literally woke up and thought Zach Jones has a better chance, <laughs> and that really cannot. I someone actually right now. Uh, Matt Rowe is paying $67 to win the Brownlow oh. and he's out for half a season. That's a piss take. And Olive Wines, who's number two right now in possessions total, he had 38 on the weekend, gets three votes personally. If he doesn't get the three, he's got the two. Yeah. And I'll say the I same. I reckon Butters might. Yeah, Butters there, yeah. might snip him. But, but Olive Wines has taken his game to another level this year in terms of match, in terms of uh, impacting the scoreboard. Not yeah. as much goals. He's not a huge goal kicker. No. But he's getting goal assists. I think he had four on the weekend. Yeah, I think he had last year, or I think I can't exactly remember the numbers, but he had about 10 all season last year, yep. and he's already matched that this year wow. in two games. There you go. And Ollie Wines, from his, I just can't believe that the numbers that they've given him are $81. He was a number one Port Adelaide vote getter in 2017 and 2018, wow. when we had all Australian Robbie Gray and Travis Spoke in that side. Yeah, he was number one for all Port Adelaide vote getters. Yet, they are not giving him any credit. So he can poll well. He can poll well. He has, a, he has 71 career votes from his 160 games, which is really impressive. And he's had 13 three-vote 13 three vote games already in his career. So I don't see how they can think he's $81. Um, I'm not going to say he's going to win it because it's a huge call, but he's well over. He should be nowhere near $81. Definitely. So, Especially um, I'm with not, players like Rao behind him. It's just a piss take. So if there is um, cash-out options on... Brownlow bets. I know there isn't a points bet, but yeah. um, I ha- I'm not 100% sure. I think sports bet may, but I can't confirm it. Yeah, they um, did last year. Yeah, I think bet365 definitely will. Yeah. So I think he's a real shout because he's not going to be at 81 bucks. Definitely it's worth not. tenner. And if he gets down to $30 odds towards the end of the year, if not lesser, it's good cash out. I can make you, yeah, make plenty of money from cash out. We do not recommend cash outs here. No, we don't. We hate them actually. But every now and then they can actually work to your advantage. Sometimes. But on to the favorite segment. Of the week for everyone, yeah. Uh, but it's not been too good the last few weeks. So Matt's multi, 
No, it hasn't been great, has it? No, so I wouldn't too. But look, I don't live in the past. <laughs> I live in the present and the future, and more so the future. So we're going to look on to next week and see how we can make a bit of cash back. But I don't know who's been following my tips. Probably no one, to be honest. Hopefully. But this week is a bit of a roughie. So it's a, it's a bit hectic, but I've looked into it, and I'll be shocked if it doesn't get up. Honestly. Okay. Paying $14. You can boost it to 17. There we go. Get on. Ready? Mm-hmm. So, the first leg, do not look. I'm not looking. The first leg, obviously, Max King, three goals. It's pretty much like it should be paying a dollar seven cents. It's actually paying about $2.50. So, great value there if you just want to double your money. Mm-hmm. Just get on that because he's on his way to 50 goals already. Yep. And then I've got Caleb Sarong for 25 touches, which I love. Yeah, I love that. Last much. week, he couldn't get into the game in the no. first quarter. He had one touch in the first quarter, and David Mundy had 35 touches all game. Angus Brayshaw dominated... Uh, I knew I said Angus. Andrew Brayshaw dominated all game, and Fife was in there for a little bit as well. This week coming up, he's got a full full game to really get in the zone this time. Yep. Mundy, I doubt, will get 35 again. No. Brayshaw will probably do the same again, but no Fife. And a Blues team that likes to bleed out some touches. Exactly right. You're not against a GDWS team who has like 15 midfielders going in there and dominating no. you. For a little sarong, it's a really good team to play against. Yeah. So him for 25 touches, I think it's paying about like $1.58 or so. You're right. So pretty good value there. I think so. And my last one. Here we go. The cherry on top. Why you got this stupid smirk on your face? Because I've got a player who last week, he's one of the most underrated players in the league. I think you actually rated him. I'm not too sure. Right. He went out last week in a loss had four shots at goal. He's a ripping kick. Anywhere from 55 inward he can kick it from. And against a Gold Coast Suns team who can leak goals to the midfielders and the sort of centre-half forwards. Yeah. Tom Lynch. For two. Tom T. Lynch from the Adelaide Crows for two two goals. It's paying $3.50. I really like that. Oh, I love it. I've got it in my fantasy draft. So I'm really... Really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah, so Tom T. Lynch... From the Adelaide Crows, yeah, $3.50. Put all of those three in a multi. $3.50, that's over. It's huge. You had four shots on goal last week. Wow. Okay. So four I, behind. I like that. Uh, so if you get on now, it's at about $17 boosted. And that is absolutely huge value. So you put $10 on that, $170. Beautiful. Unbelievable. Easy Gamble responsibly. Yeah, sure. But look, I think it's worth a little blue note. That'll be all right. Don't mind it. Actually, I'm a fan. So Matt's multi, look on to next week. It's, I'm going to be two and one. So, very exciting. Obviously, going to go this week, put the chocolates in the fridge. Yeah. I know you all love that. Because they're home, melting. So they are melting quite a lot. Actually, they've already melted. I had to go buy new chocolates yeah. and put them back in. So It's too hot. But no, on to next week. Bit of a review. A uh, bit of a preview, sorry. Preview, yeah. Um, so, big week of footy coming up. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll kick it off with the first week. Yeah. So, the Brisbane Lions are stranded in Victoria right now. They are. They're playing at Marvel Stadium. Yep. I'm going to do a bit of a sneaky hot wing here. It's not my hot wing, yep. but I'm going to do a bit of a sneaky hot wing. They're going to win this game against Collingwood. Yep. All right? They're underdogs at the moment, which I think is stupid. I think the Lions are a way better team. They're going to be playing in Melbourne for the next four weeks. So they've got Collingwood at Marvel. Then they play at Marvel again, I believe, against... No. Yeah, Marvel again. And then they play Mars Stadium in Ballarat against the Bulldogs. Shit. Then they play at Marvel again against Carlton. Gee, they're going to want to love Marvel. Well, yeah, they need to because they're stuck in Victoria. Boy, so that's, oh, where, they're, that's where they're playing. So I think the Lions are going to go 4-0 and in the next four games at Marvel away from home. They're winning all four? All four. 4-0. and 
Okay. Heard it here first. I'm so, going to back you in and say they win as well this weekend. Oh, all right. Yeah, so I'm going this weekend, but 4 and 0. That's what I'm calling it. I like that take. I don't you like I, it. I think it might. They're sl- away from home. But and I think they've got the they've got the energy where they're like yeah, it's against it. us. They've got it's to all win against now. us. They're all two. They need to win. And I think Mitchie Robinson is going to play a big part in it and dominate. I don't, I don't mind it. And I think, obviously, we know how good they are up in Brisbane with that weather. But now they're playing under closed roof. Exactly. I think it will suit their team because they're a small, fast team. They obviously, they have their tools. Don't get me wrong. They've got plenty of tools. Obviously, McInerney, Danaher, Harris, etc. And where has Danaher played his whole life? Exactly. Danaher knows Victoria. how to play it. He Cameron will love Victoria. it, I think. 100%. So, that might be what he needs to kick himself back into gear. And Harris Andrews will dominate. So, I reckon 4-0 in the next four weeks. You've heard it here first. Don't mind it. All right. I'm with you with the Lions as well. All right. Next game, North and Doggies. Doggies, done. Yep. Easy. Easy. No, don't, don't need to say anything about it. This is well, I think probably... get on every Doggies player for 25 touches. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, Plays about $9. Not every Doggies player, but, but they're all, the, all the top touch getters. Now, this game might be one of the games of the round. Crows and Gold Coast. I think they're locked at dollar ninety eight at the moment. No, the Crows two dollars. Wow. Yep. I Just agree. underdogs. I agree. Sports bet two dollars and four cents. I'll be taking the Suns. All right. No, yeah. I'm taking the I'm taking the Crows. There we go. I'm not taking the Crows because I hate them. I'm take um again. I'm not I'm not going against the Crows because I dislike them. Yeah. I just think Gold Coast are a better side. And Crows had everything worked from round one and reality check last week with a fifty point loss, which should have been fifty in the end. We we got a bit of a review on the weekend that we had too much Crow slander. So I thought I'd even it out this week. Well, at least you did, because I won't be. So, yeah. No, I honestly think... I just can't bet against the Crows. I'm going to be taking them in the tips. Don't know if I'm going to be betting on them. But I think Tex Walker, back in Adelaide Oval, he's going to be dangerous. He's in form, and you strike when the iron's hot. And I don't think Gold Coast is going to be able to keep up with him. Unfortunately, Butterick, uh, ACL scare. Yep. So, we need to find out results about that. Sam Day out as well for yep. this week. I don't know. I, I see the Crows winning it. I, think, I see Lairdy. Charlie Barley has a big game, doesn't he? He does, yeah. I see Lairdy, Tom Lynch, obviously Tom T. Lynch, yep. dominating, uh, and Big Tex dominating as well. So, oh, yep. there you go. Next game, Tigers and Swans. Tigers yep. for me. Yeah, Tigers. Might be, a, uh, might be a nice game to watch. Yeah, I think it will be. Yeah. Oh, I've heard it, some murmurings of an, of an upset. Yeah, so, I, I don't mind it because you can't knock Swans full, full, line, uh, no. full line, like we said. And I heard... Also, that Dane Rampey could potentially be tagging Dustin Martin no matter where he goes. Really? And I would. I think love I love to see so it. Much. I don't think it'll work, but I love to watch it. Dane Rampey's one of my favourite players in the AFL. Oh, I'd love to watch it. And if he tags Dusty all game, I would love to watch that. Yeah, no, I'd love to watch it. It'd I don't think great. it works though. I don't think anyone can tag him. But no, true, true. You got to try but, something new. Yeah, we'll see how we go. See how we go with it. But yeah, tags for me as well. Yep. Dons and Saints. That's not right. They played last week. No, sorry, Essendon. Yeah. Sorry, Dons yeah. and Saints. Dons and Saints, Saints yeah. respond and beat a depleted bombing team. Yeah, I think they easily win. It's not even close. Saints, Saints 40 plus would maybe even be yeah. a good bet. Say They're less. a little bit too close in the betting for me, to be honest. So. Yeah, I haven't, checked the, I haven't checked it, but say less. Yeah. All right, this could probably be one of the other highlights of the round. Eagles and Port over WA. Um, I'm obviously going to be taking Port, regardless of my bias glasses, because we actually played very well against West Coast. Yeah. Uh, we beat them last year very well. You and we did, beat them by 40, and, we, and that was the year before. We beat them by 45 oh, in Perth it? the year before. Yeah. So I think the one last year might have been even a hub. Um, but yeah, we played very well against Eagles um, and we're flying. Yeah. No, I'm with you there. I'm Tim Port. So I really think Power can can beat the Eagles. Obviously, I don't rate the Eagles at all. No, I don't. think they're soft zenning. So I think Port going to come back. 
Rowie, uh, Rowie, Rosie is going to come back, yep. and, and I think he that knows energy, how to play against the Eagles. He does. He does. It's like what they say about Zach Fisher coming back from an injury in the wet against the Eagles in WA. He always gets four goals. No one said this. Well, he has, and as has Ro- Rosie. Rosie is just very similar to that. So I think he actually, I think it was kicked four in that wet when yeah. he played against them last time, and just single handedly won us the game. So and what's he coming back from? An injury. Uh, yep, he is. It always happens. You look anyway, it up. You look up. Should the be a cracking game. I'm not taking Port convincingly. I think it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. Um, I'll be taking. There's a big line. There won't be because they're dollar ninety each. They are. But um, yeah, I'll be taking Port. All right. Next game: Blues and Frio. Interesting game. Very interesting. I'm taking Blues in a big one. Whatever their line is, I'm taking. Really? Yeah. Was that? I think Blues have to win this game. Yeah. And it's back away, and Fife is out. I don't care what the line is. If the line's 4, 10, 15, or 45, I'm taking it all. Yeah. Uh, I think Blues, this, is, this has to be the game. Definitely. This has to be the game. Freo have to travel back to Melbourne. This has to be it for Bulldogs. I mean, sorry, uh, Blues. If you go 0-3, it's done. It is done. Simple as that. And look, they can't go 0-3 to start the season if they're going to have any hope at making a really good uh, seeding for the finals. So I'm going to go with... With uh, with the Blues as well, but Frio honestly, I would bet against them. I think Frio are going to make it really difficult for them, and players like Brayshaw, Brayshaw and Sarong really going to step up to make it a, make it a real struggle for the Blues. But see if Paddy Cripps can reply to uh, what he's been doing. Blues are with a rough form. Blues are fifteen point favourites, and I think that's well unders. Really? Yeah, I think a twenty nine point win. I think for Blues. Wow! And that will be Huge. one of my tips. Of the, that's my that is my tip of the week. What are they paying twenty five plus? They are 25 plus. I cannot tell you right now. They're paying $2.30. $2.30. So I'll be taking the line $1.90 for yeah, sure. Yeah, don't mind it at all. Love don't that. mind it. Um, on to the next one. We've got... Giants can... versus the Ds. Link you on, on the board. Yep, so, Giants and Ds. The Ds. Much it, like the last game. Is there a bigger lock? I'm going to have to say no. It's not a, there's definitely bigger locks. I'm going to be taking the Ds because you're flying. Definitely but Giants, flying. just like we just said about the Blues, they have to win. But I don't... I don't trust them. No. I, it doesn't bother me. Sam Reed's suspended. Don't think that really means much. No. But it's just another rookie that has to come in. Yeah. So, or replacement regardless. Yeah, I'll take the Ds. You're a better side. And this will, if you go 3-0, it's a hell of a start. Uh, I reckon Ds dominate. Petrarca, two goals, 30 touches. Easy. You're not worried no, about... No if fans or what's about You're not worried it. about that tall defense and very good no. defense from that Giants. Okay. Although they haven't shown this year they're very good. But what, on paper, they're nice. What they? are they going to do at stopping Petrarca and... Charlie Spargo, mainly Charlie Spargo, uh, get on him for a goal in the first half, paying two dollars fifty. I looked at it today. Yeah, I may have put the house sponsor on it. Um, and also Cosy Pickett. Yeah, just sure. going to tear up. It's not even close. Yep. Nick Haynes, go back to skimboarding. It's over for you. I would like. I'll be taking Haynes for twenty five touches. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> last game of the round, Easter Monday. Geelong and Hawks, always a classic, always yep. a thriller. I think that Dangerfield mark a couple of years back to win the game. Huge. Always a cracker. Isaac Smith, a couple of times involved in there. And he's now back. he's switching colours. Huge. And they've came out this morning and said, Luke Bruce said, we're going to target him. Oh, really? And I can't remember these words, but we're going to really, uh, I can't remember, it was not these words exactly, but fuck him up. Oh, wow. And there I'm not go. kidding. It was fuck him up. I'll well, get the exact quote up right to now. To be fair, if it was someone getting around the, uh, the park called Izzy, they all call him Izzy, like the girl's name. I, I would be trying to like brutalise him as well because that's just a terrible, terrible nickname. Like, come up with a better one, like Smithy or something like that. Luke Bruce's Luke Bruce's words were, "We're going to clean him up." Huge. So great game, Geelong by twenty-five. Interesting. <laughs> there you go. I think it will be pretty close, but yeah. I'm going to take Geelong in this one. 
And all those something pretty interesting on the weekend. Go on. So, this game, obviously, who's at home? Uh, I don't know. So, if you look at it on the, the AFL website, Geelong are at home, but it's at the MCG. And they did play it in GMHBA last week, so it should be a Hawthorne home, shouldn't it? Well, Geelong are at home. So, this game every year takes place at the MCG. Yeah. So, Grant Birchall, obviously Hawks legend. Yeah. When he was playing at GMHBA on the weekend against the Lions, it was his first ever game there. Yeah, right. He's How intriguing. There. I was like, why? So it's always, at the, of course, it's always at the MCG. It's like Anzac Day, of course. Well, yeah, right. well, I was like, why has he never played at GMHBA? Wow, that makes sense. Then, uh... This game always takes place at the G, which is the Hawks' home ground, that but even... will be the away team. Wow, there you go. So I think it would be closer than people realise. If it was GMHBA, it would be an absolute blowout. It's interesting. And another interesting thing about GMHBA, I just want to put it, put it out there, they've taken out all flags away from the GMHBA stadium. Why? So that the opposition team cannot see what way the wind's blowing. How ridiculous is that? Every little... Like, I love it. I love it. I well. love it, but it's ridiculous. Every little advantage they can get, they're getting. No, I'm so, all for that. But no, but, I'll be taking Geelong as well. So Beautiful. Now, we've done the mouldy. Now... We're thinking in the next couple of weeks, we're going to do a uh, way too awards early show. Maybe round four. I way think too round four early was awards four, show. Eight, 12, 16. It's about, you know, a fifth of the way through the season. Had to do the maths there. Yeah. A fifth of the way through the season. We'll do a way too early awards show. I love uh, it. That'll be coming up soon. And we will crown the winner yep. of every award. And uh, including finish. the winger defensive player of the year. Of which course. Is, we're getting flooded with questions about it. Who's the favourite for it at the moment? Is it Jack Bowes? Who, who do you think is the favourite for it at the moment, Ken? I've got no idea. I need more evidence. That's I why I'm waiting around for. I think it's easily Jack Bowes. So Jack Bowes run away with the wing <laughs> no, defensive player great. of the year right now. He's been great. He was not really much of a favourite, but then he replied to our Instagram story and he's jumped into favourite. He so. might have been 101 before the year. He's now at what, $1.99? Oh, I think he might even be less than that, to be wow. honest. Wow. Put, All right. put the chips on it. Now, well, let's end the... <laughs> you like how I keep putting you on the spot in this episode? Yeah, you're, you're loving it, aren't you? 6.1. Let's end it off with the hot wings for the AFL. Do you, would you like to go first? Yeah, I'd love to go first. So, uh, I had a bit of a hot wing before, as I said. It was just a bit of an appetizer for everyone. Uh, that was the Lions to go 4-0 and while they're stuck in Victoria. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to go this game. I'm going to go... Oh, this week, sorry. I'm going to go 9-9 nine and nine out in tips. So, that's your hot wing is to back in every tip you just said. Um, is to get every single tip right. That's your hot wing. That's my hot wing. I don't mind it, actually. I'm going to get 9 out of 9. I haven't got it this year. No one in any league has got it this year for me. Um, but really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Interesting. Uh, but I'm the top of every league. So, honestly, it's, it wouldn't really surprise me to get 9-9-9, but it is a bit of a hot wing because it's a hard week to pick, in my opinion. So and I'm follow gonna, your tips. I'm going to be picking three or four roughies as well. Interesting. So, I'm going to be p- picking Brisbane, yep. who are away and obviously stuck, yep. and they're underdogs. I'm going to be picking the Crows. Yep. And I'm also going to be picking... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But, interesting week. If you put them all in a multi, all of my tips, $37 odds. It'd be huge. I'd say. It's always huge. $37 odds. I looked it up. There you go. Huge. Already well, put a pineapple on it. My hot wing, I already alluded to it before as well, with Ollie Wines at $81, but I won't be taking him for it, but I'll be taking Ollie Wines most votes for Port Adelaide at $3 Ooh. odds. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Both dollar fifty because he gets the three votes potentially for what, round one. What's Zach Butters paying? Uh, he's at $9 as of right now. How is he below Tom Rockliffe? Who Please yet, explain. Who's yet to play more than 10 minutes of football this year. Please Interesting. Explain. But um, yeah, I'll be taking Ollie Wines at $3. I'm all about it. Yeah, I love it as well. I love it. And it's funny how Robbie Gray's above Butters, although Robbie Gray will never vote yet. 
Anyway. Interesting. So, yeah. Only ones are three bucks. Most votes support. Well, and that's that... what we do. We don't just look at the odds. We find you value. Yeah. So, we're here for the people. Yeah, of course. All we right. Are. We make money. Absolutely. Just like if you followed Eduardo. Anyway. Eduardo, huge call. Well, I can. No worries. Well, that wraps up episode 6.1, the uh, Aussie Rules show. So, thank you for listening. Thank you we very much. We'll be back next Tuesday with another one. Definitely. Make sure to follow us on Instagram. At Winger Podcast. Look at us on Spotify. At Winger Podcast. And also jump on our TikTok as well. Yeah, we'll actually have some videos come up. We will have some videos I know we said that three weeks up. ago, but... Yeah, but we're running a bit behind schedule. Yeah. But no, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much. Good night.